Hey guys, this is Danny, the lead pastor at Swerve Church, and I'm so thankful that you're tuning in to the podcast today. I hope that the message that you're about to listen to will be extremely encouraging and uplifting, and honestly, I pray and hope that it's challenging to you as well. I want to invite you to join us Sundays at 11 a.m. at the Swerve Hub at 239 Stanhope Street right here in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Or I want to invite you to join us live online on Sundays at 11 a.m. on our Facebook or YouTube page. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I pray that you are encouraged by today's message. Every night before we eat dinner, we say a prayer as a family. I don't know, maybe we're just a little old school that way. And honestly, depending on who's praying, Sometimes that prayer is rushed or repetitive, but I just enjoy pausing, if only for a few seconds, to thank God for the meal that's before us that He's provided. Whenever my daughter prays, in the past maybe year and a half or so, she's added something to her prayers. She prays for God to bring an end to COVID. Apparently, God's not listening to her because God has not answered that prayer. Why not? It sounds like a very sincere and a very selfless prayer to me. Have you ever prayed for something? I mean, like, like really prayed fervently and urgently. You prayed with faith and dependence on God, yet God didn't answer your prayer. Prayer is extremely powerful. And, and we've all read stories in the Bible of people who've prayed big prayers and God answered in some big ways. For example, there's the story of Elijah in the Old Testament who prayed and, and God responded by pouring fire over the altar that not only consumed the sacrifice, but also consumed the prophets of Baal. Or Daniel, who was thrown into a pit, and he prayed to God, and God showed up in a miraculous way, closing the hungry mouths of lions, keeping him safe. And what about Jesus? Jesus said grace over a couple of fish and a few pieces of bread, and God answered that prayer by supplying enough food to feed over 5,000 people. But what about you? Maybe you prayed for that love family member. Like you really cried out to God for the cure to that cancer or that illness. You begged God to lift them up from their bed, but they passed away anyway. Or maybe you begged God to help you reconcile that relationship, but it still ended up in a messy split. Or maybe you prayed fervently for that job. You really needed it. You were behind in bills. You were in debt up to your neck. You felt like you deserved it, but you were rejected yet again. And then, on to top it off, you read verses like this. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. John 14, 13, and 14. And maybe you think to yourself, wait a second. Is there a contradiction here? After all, the verse says, whatever you ask in my name, what, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't he listening to me? Is God angry at me? Oh, 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 he must be playing favorites. Does he not care? Does he even exist? Like many of the questions that we've discussed in this series, some people's faith have been rocked by this question because they prayed and they really thought it was the best thing, but God didn't answer. Today we're answering or attempting to answer the question, Why didn't God answer my prayer? In order to attempt to answer this question, we need to begin with understanding something that is extremely crucial. In our self-centered world, I know this is hard to understand, but you need to get this, and that is that God is the main character. We exist to glorify God. God doesn't exist 
to glorify us. You see, God is not our cosmic genie. We don't have a magical lamp that we can rub and, and when we do, God is forced to grant our wishes. Prayer is not like your Christmas wish list. And God is not your cosmic Santa forced to give you everything that you wish for. And we need to begin with this understanding. So often we cage God and think that he's somehow obligated to give us everything that we ask for. Uh, no, if that was true, that would make you God. We submit and surrender to God, not the other way around. The other thing that we need to realize is that there's a temptation to look at a verse like the one that we just read and to take it out of context and, and warp it to mean what we want it to. We cannot cherry pick verses from the Bible. People have often formed weird doctrines from doing that. We cannot look at a singular verse and say, you see, the Bible is flawed. God didn't answer my prayer and here it is. It says that he will. No, it's, it's important that we interpret scripture with other scriptures. We compare what it says elsewhere in the Bible. We read the context and we try to fully understand what the verse is teaching. So with that background, let's attempt to answer the question. Why didn't God answer my prayer? I want to be honest and I want to tell you guys that I, I cannot give you a specific answer to your scenario. I don't know why God didn't answer your specific prayer. I know perhaps you've been genuinely praying no doubt for some very important things. I'm sure you've had some serious and, and very desperate prayers. But I do believe that the Bible does offer some answers. Why didn't God answer your prayer? Number one is this. Maybe, maybe it's because you have a broken relationship. It's very clear throughout the scriptures the, the importance of relationships. And those relationships, the, the people that are in our lives sometimes impacts our intimacy with God. Did you ever consider that your relationships can impact your prayers? There's one instance when, when Jesus was walking and talking with his disciples, as he oftentimes would, and he's spending time teaching them and doing ministry alongside of them. And as part of his teaching, he's talking about faith, right? And he says, man, if you have faith, you can like move a mountain if you want, right? He's teaching them these things. Then he goes on to say this, in Mark chapter 11. Therefore, I tell you, everything you pray and ask for, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven will also forgive you your wrongdoing. Now, if you're a parent, you, you get this, right? If, if your kids are fighting with each other, if they're yelling, they're cussing, pulling, pulling each other's hair out, right? They're, they're being disrespectful. And if they come up to you and say, Dad, Mom, can you buy me a honey bun? Can, can you take me to the movies? Hey, hey, would, would you let me sleep over Grandma's house? What's the answer? It's no, right? You, you have to work on this issue, son or daughter, before I can give you what you're asking for. And essentially, Jesus is saying that when there's a broken relationship, it can affect your prayers. He's saying, you're asking for forgiveness, but you haven't extended forgiveness to your friend. So, hey, go forgive your friend, and then I can listen to your prayer. So, are you harboring resentment, bitterness, or unforgiveness in your heart? Is there brokenness in the relationship that you have with a friend or a family member? It could be that it's hindering your prayers. Elsewhere, Jesus said this. He says, so if you are offering your gift on the altar 
and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled with your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 and 24. It's like Jesus is saying, hey, you're about to do something really great. You came to church, you came to the altar, but you need to do something first. I'm so glad you're generous. <laughs> I'm so glad you're pursuing and worshiping God. But first you need to go do something. Go get things right with your brother or sister. Go, go squash that beef real quick. God will be here when you get back. Why hasn't God answered your prayer? Maybe it's because there's a broken relationship. Maybe forgiveness needs to be offered. Maybe you've been harboring bitterness and resentment that needs to be released. Maybe there needs to be reconciliation. Why hasn't God answered your prayer? Number two, maybe it's because you have the wrong motives. You really need to look introspectively for this one. And I'll be completely honest with you guys. As I examine myself, oftentimes my motives aren't the purest. If you're honest with yourself, maybe you'll realize that the same is true for you. And Jesus spoke about this when he referred to the Pharisees. These were you know, highly regarded religious leaders in Jesus' day. They were looked up to, they were respected, they were revered, and they were considered the who's who uh, in religious education and keepers of the law. Well, Jesus gave a lesson on how not to pray, <laughs> and he used the Pharisees as an example. Uh, he said this about them in Matthew chapter 6. Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, because they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on street corners to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. You see, guys, the, the Pharisees had twisted motives behind their prayers. What are your motives when you pray? You need to take an honest look within yourself and see what is behind your motives. If we're honest, we might realize that we don't always have the purest motives. You need to know this, that God sees beyond the simple act of prayer. He sees beyond the words that you say. He sees right down into your heart. This is what the prophet Samuel said when he was searching for the next king of Israel. He said this, Humans do not see what the Lord sees. For humans see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. That's 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. Maybe God didn't answer your prayer because of wrong motives. We can pray like David did in the Psalms. You know what he said? He said, Lord, search my heart. Check if there's anything within me that is offensive to you. and Lead me in your way. Why didn't God answer your prayer? Number three, maybe it's because you lack faith. Christianity is hinged on faith. It doesn't mean that what we believe is unreasonable or illogical, but faith is a huge part of it. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Maybe you've prayed, but you lack the faith to believe God could do it. This might be challenging to wrap your minds uh, around, but consider this. One of the only times in the Bible where Jesus was unable to do miracles was because people lacked faith. The lack of faith almost caused like a blockage. And it happened in Jesus' own hometown of Nazareth. He went there to do ministry. He went there to teach. He went to serve and to heal the sick. You know, those things that the Son of God does. But they did not accept him there. He's rejected by his own family and neighbors. They lacked faith. And we read this in Matthew chapter 13, verse 58. 
And he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. There's a powerful story in the New Testament about the interaction between Jesus and a father whose son was being tormented by demons. The dad is desperate, and he will stop at nothing to bring healing to his boy. If you were in this scenario, you would do the same thing. Well, the dad hears rumors about Jesus, and maybe he even witnessed some things, and, and he reasons, man, if this Jesus guy, if he's done it for others, then maybe he can do it for my son. And then that's when we read these, these super relatable words. But if you can do anything... Have compassion on us and help us, he tells Jesus. And then Jesus says, if you can, everything is possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Can you guys relate to this dad right here? Yeah, I believe God, but there's this sliver of unbelief. There's a, a lack of faith that I'm struggling with, God. Lord, help me with my lack of faith. This is so relatable to me because sometimes my faith is not so strong. Waves of doubt and insecurity crash in, rocking my faith. One of my constant personal prayers is, Lord, build my faith, strengthen my faith. And perhaps you've, you've felt the same way on occasion. Sometimes there's those days where your faith is just not that strong. And sometimes we don't receive answers to prayer because we lack faith. Why didn't God answer my prayer. Here's the last point for today. Number four, maybe God has something different. I strongly believe that sometimes there's a lesson to be learned with our unanswered prayers. This is when we've got to learn to depend on God. We have to learn to trust his sovereignty over our lives. And maybe what you prayed for was something that you really wanted and you thought that this that this outcome would be the absolute best outcome. But God had other plans. And this is a difficult truth to understand, but it's a powerful one if you're able to grasp it. It goes back to what we said in the beginning. We're not the main character. God is. And if God is the main character, then we need to understand that we exist for His glory, not the other way around. You might have a plan for your life, but trust me, God's plan is way better. Check out this passage in 1 John chapter 5, uh, verse 14 and 15. This is the confidence that we have before Him. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of Him. I don't know if you guys caught that, because there's, there's an important distinction in this verse. John says, if we ask for anything according to whose will? His will. Because it's all about Him. What He wants. What He desires. Because we trust and know that whatever God has in store for our lives, it's way better. What is the purpose of prayer? The purpose of prayer is to know God. It's to draw closer to God. It's to grow in intimacy with God. Why? Because the closer we draw to Him, the more we'll understand and desire His will over our own. And perhaps there's no greater example of this than Jesus Himself. Moments before He would be betrayed by one of His own disciples, moments before He would be led to the cross to die a gruesome death to atone for the sins of mankind. Jesus had led a sinless life, yet He's accused and He's persecuted. 
And in the passage that we're about to read, he knows that his life and ministry on earth is coming to an end. What does Jesus do? He goes to pray. He heads to the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, By the way, just as a side note, so much of Jesus' public ministry was fueled by his secret prayer life. Did you ever notice that when you read the Gospels? Maybe there's something to that. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he's praying and he begins to sweat drops of blood from the immense amount of anxiety and stress of knowing what lies before him. What does he pray? He says this, And Jesus said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. God, you can do anything. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Jesus found himself in this difficult situation, knowing the pain and the agony that he would have to endure. Yet when he prayed, he prayed that God's will would be done over his own. He prayed that God would have his way over what he would desire to happen because Jesus knew that God's plan would bring about the greater good, the redemption of me and you. Sometimes God has a different, uh, different, something different in store. And we may not understand it. We may probably disagree. But the question that we all need to wrestle with is, do you want God's will over your own? Or do you think that you know better than God? Why didn't God answer your prayer? I can't answer that specifically for, for your prayer, but here's what we can do. What, 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 what do we do when God doesn't answer our prayers? We keep praying. We keep pursuing God. We keep looking and living for God. Because at the end of the day, prayer is to help us to know God intimately. And in, in, in that intimacy, we can have our will be bent towards His. No matter the outcome, we trust in God's sovereignty. We still believe, we still trust, and we still push. God, I pray that if there's any broken relationship that you would help us to restore and to forgive. God, I pray that you would examine our hearts and that you would remove false motives or wrong motives and desires. God, would you help us in our unbelief, build and strengthen our faith, God, and help us, Lord, to trust you no matter what, knowing that you will work all things for the good of those who trust you because you love us, God. So help us, Lord. Strengthen us. Help us, God, to believe and trust in you no matter what. In Jesus' name, amen.